Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. I'm waiting to hear the rest of this story. Okay, all right. So let me pick off where pick up where I left off here. So we're talking about maintenance and all that blah blah blah. We're all that good stuff. Take care of your car, save well, you money. I'll tell you what, just in case you're tuning in, we're talking about maintenance and you're just basic upkeep of your automobile. Yeah, in order to save you money and, you know, heartache down the road. And expensive repairs. Exactly. So we're talking about fuel filters and I was telling a story about my old blazer I had. Well, Tahoe, forgive me. So we're heading to the beach, my wife and I, we're heading to the beach and uh, driving down the road and put fuel additive into the Tahoe before we take this trip. And it works very well. So we get down to about Conway, if you're familiar with, you know, heading toward the beach. Uh, so we get down to about Conway and all of a sudden the Tahoe won't climb above 30, 35 miles an hour. And I mean, you can lay it to the floor and it's not doing anything. So I instantly go into panic mode and start flipping, like, what can be wrong with this thing? Oh, God. Am I going to be replacing the transmission? I know, obviously, it ain't the motor. It's running. Um, but I'm like, you know, what is going on? Is the rear end locking? What's happening? So make it down to the beach, which that was a long drive. Um, make it down to the beach. And I'm laying there in bed, and I cannot sleep. I cannot sleep. I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, fuel filter. I added in that fuel additive. And it worked. So I go to advance next morning, grab me a fuel filter, put it in. Voila, the Tahoe runs better than ever. A simple $5 part can go a long way. That's oh, yeah. The simplest things can give you the biggest problems. I mean, this this thing, you would think it was on its deathbed. I'm sitting here like on Google trying to figure out what's going on. Never seen a car even act like this before. It was a simple $5 fuel filter. Can't beat it. So, I mean, just, I mean, this is a good list of things that, you know, can just help you save money and heartache with your car. I mean, and I'll give you a little bonus. Guys, every once in a while, you know, especially in the evening, do a walk around of your car with the lights on. Make sure all your blinkers and all that are working. There's nothing worse. Or more what are you tra- talking about? Why do you need to check your blinkers? People don't use those around yeah, here. Yeah, that's a rant for a whole nother time. But, I mean, you know, check your brake lights, your taillights. I mean, you know, you see cars going down the road. Wiper blades before it rains. Exactly. God, if you've ever worked at an auto parts store, you'd be thankful for that one. Oh, Lord. But, I mean, um, you know, you see people all the time going down 85. Headlights are on. No taillights. Or vice versa. It's because the fuse is blown or something stupid or just the bulbs have went out. They haven't checked them. No brake lights. That's the worst. Or... Make sure you put the right bulb back in the car. I can't tell you how many cars I've seen going down the road that they put a single filament taillight bulb in, and it looks like the brake lights are on all the time. That's another. I mean, just simple things like that, guys. Also, I'm going to give you another bonus. Know your smoke. There's three main colors of smoke that come out of a car. Black, white, and blue. Mine has Marlboro. <laughs> That'd be more blue. But, I mean, know your smoke. Know where they come from. Blue... Usually it's burning oil, and it's usually from a valve issue, like a valve stem seal, or, you know, a, a warp valve, something like that, or piston rings even. It's not a good thing. Your car's not running good. You need to get that checked out. 
Valve Sim steals, pray for your best shot. But and it is a common one. You know, white smoke is usually coolant or trans fluid. Most times it's a head gasket gone bad. Another thing that your car's not running good. There's a major issue if you're seeing heavy white smoke out the tailpipe. Black smoke, this is this is the good one. You know, just your car's run rich. It's you know, too much fuel. It's run rich. It's an easy fix most of the time. Usually, you know, if it's a newer car, it's an injector issue a lot of times. Maybe a butterfly in the carburetor stuck O2 open. O2 sensor. O2 sensor. This is usually not a big deal, but it is, a you know, an issue. It's killing your fuel efficiency, so you need to get it checked out. All these things, guys. You need to know this stuff about your cars. Your cars are they're machines. They're going to do stuff. They're going to break down. They're going to wear out. Just know the maintenance behind them. It can save you a lot of heartache and a lot of money in the future. I mean, there's a lot of that. Now, so Odd Riders gave us some helpful advice. But I've got some advice for you to make you look good, though, while you're doing it and to keep the value of your vehicle up. We're going to do a little exterior maintenance. A little exterior maintenance. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Everybody likes a good-looking ride. And I'll be honest with you, when your car's clean, it runs better. You know what? I have to agree with that. You had not had a good running car in a long time, apparently. <laughs> Mr. Dirt and Squirt himself. <laughs> But, you know, that, that's the big thing. I mean, nothing is more rewarding than walking out and looking at a car you just cleaned up. And, I mean, it just, you know what I'm saying? It's pride. I actually agree with you on that. You know, and I mean, that's a that's a big thing. I mean, especially like if you're a car show guy. I mean, just rub it on your car all week long, Friday night, just putting the wax on and having it. I mean, like praying for a win and Saturday afternoon getting it. I mean, because you just cleaned your car like no other. So I'm going to give you a few little tips. You know, I'll stop you there, especially like wheels and tires. You know what I'm saying? Wheels and tires clean, to me, makes a vehicle look good. My dad used to preach that growing up. You know, we had a we were one-car family in his old 80 Chevy Silverado, and most of the time it lived its life in partial primer. You know, I mean, it was just that's that's the. But the rims are clean. Exactly, Dad preached that Saturday night. The wheels and tires were clean. The white walls were white. I mean, before church on Sunday morning, the wheels and tires on that truck were clean. It, you know, it that's changes the game. Yeah, I mean, that you know that sets the mood. You know what I mean? Just saying. But I mean, you know, it, it is a big thing, and you know, everybody's got their own way of washing a car. But you know, I mean, I've washed a car or two in my day. Hmm. Yes. But, you know, when you're washing a car, you know, I mean, and I hate it. From when I, when I wrote this down, I started thinking about it. You know, a lot of people have no clue that I've seen people start at the bottom. I've seen people start at the front. I've seen people start at the back. The correct way to wash your car is actually start from the top because you're technically washing it every time you wash it off. Treat it like yourself. You start with shampoo. That's right. Yeah. Well, start, start at the top. You still the... use shampoo? <laughs> with what little I got left, yeah. But... The big thing is, you know, you start at the top, of course, the roof line. You know, do it in sections. Obviously, you don't want to let the soap dry. But I'll tell you something else that's very important is picking a good car wash soap. I'm a big Surf City fan. But there's lots of good car washes. If it's 99 cents, it's not a good car wash. The end. So you're saying my whatever brand car wash is no good? If it's 99 cents, it is no good. See, I grew up Turtle Wax. I'm a big Turtle Wax or McGuire's fan. You know, they both make good product, you know. But, you know, the big thing is, I mean, you got to think about it. If it's cheap, you're going to get cheap results as a rule. With anything. I mean, nine times out of ten. And I'll tell you something else that a lot of people love to do is they love to use, like, dish detergent. 
That is like the worst thing. If your car has any wax whatsoever, it will strip it off of it. Well, the thing about dish detergent is a degreaser. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to pull it off. So don't leave that. Leave that in the kitchen. And go get you some good car wash soap, whether it be a McGuire's or Mother's or Surf City or or whoever. Just get a good quality turtle wax, get a good quality blue ice, whatever you need. Um, you know, there's lots of good brands of, of all that stuff. But, you know, another thing is your bucket you use. You know, you, you got to be really careful when you're doing things like this. I mean, you, know, you can buy a grit guard to go in the bottom of your bucket. Those are handy. But if you don't have one, no harm, no foul. Another thing, though, is the towel you use. You know, you don't want to pick up something that's been sitting on the floor to wash your car because you're just rubbing that into the paint. So, obviously, you want to use a nice microfiber towel or a clean terry cloth towel will be fine to wash your car. Good lather, soap, water. Make sure the car is really wet. Keeping it wet the whole time. You don't want any of this stuff to dry. Wash your car. Start from the top. Work your way to the bottom. Next big thing, you know, is wheels and tires and cleaning them. You know, you got a lot of people that are real big fans of all these chemicals and things like that that you like to spray on your wheels. And I'm the polar opposite of that. I don't use any kind of wheel cleaner. You rub on them. Soap and water is what cleans them. I mean, if you've got brake dust caked on, there's some things that, that, that will help. But if you keep your car washed, you don't need those things as a rule. Um, you know, and this is the time after you wash your wheels and tires, wash your inner fender wells out. Wash all that stuff out really good. Uh, all the dirt, the mud, the breeze, all that good stuff. Make sure all that stuff's rinsed out really good. Um, that's another big thing. And, you know, and now we're going down to drying your car. And and, you know, and that's a, a, an important step, you know. And, I mean, I've, there's a million ways to dry your car. I mean, you got people want to drive them around the block, you know, and all that kind of stuff and things like that. But I want to tell you a little quick tip for me, you know, get you like a silicone water blade. Those will cut your dry time in half. Get you a good chamois or absorber, you know, synthetic or leather, whichever way, you know, those are great for drying your car. If you do buy a leather one, make sure it's dry. You know, make sure it's wet right. because it will dry and it's just going to scratch your car. I tell you what, guys, we're going to get back on this whole cleanest subject here in just a little bit. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod, what's are happening? Taking, are you taking notes over there? I'm scribbling stuff down. Are yeah, you awake? I, 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 yeah, I'm good. I'm listening to you. Well, you need to listen to this. Well, okay. First rule, don't go through the dirt and squirt. I like the dirt and squirt. I can't help it. It's quick and, you know, painless. You know, there's a lot of people like myth, too, but it don't make it right. <laughs> we'll have a class on that later. You're killing me. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about washing and drying your car. And I got a little trick for you for drying your car. You know, there's nothing worse after you wipe your car down and you got that little trickle of water or, like, in between the chrome or the grill. Or I know how to fix that, Rob. You drive faster. No. No? No. Oh, okay. You go in your garage and you grab your leaf blower and blow your car off. Works wonders. I bought a leaf blower just to dry my car off. See, I've seen people get them little like Ryobi makes one that's battery powered. Yeah, I mean anything. I mean you use a gas power, which is heavy, but you know what I'm saying. And it just works. I mean for blowing all the water out of the crevices and all that stuff. You know, and that's a big thing. So now your car's washing, it's clean. Well, let's protect it a little bit. You know, there's several different ways you can go with protecting your car. You know, the thing about it, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, this don't make it run no better. No, it don't make it run no better, but you know, we're protecting your investment now. Because the better that car looks, the more it's going to sell for when you go to trade it in or post it online or whatever, when you when you want to move up or trade cars or whatever. So you're protecting your investment. You're taking care of it. See, and this, I agree with this wholeheartedly. There's nothing worse. And I ask these questions in my mind a lot. You see like a, a, you know, it's 2017 now. You see like a 2013, 2014, especially work trucks. I cannot stand work trucks. But you see them, and they're like, God, it looks like they've been through Armageddon. 
I mean, these things, even rust, just where they've let things sit in them and just soak, and like half the bed's gone to rust. And you think, how did this happen so quick? I drive a 40-year-old Oldsmobile that doesn't have a spot of rust on it. This thing's two or three years old, and it's it's ready for the junkyard. Oh, yeah. Well, and a lot of it's how it's treated and how it's took care of. Exactly. So, I mean, he's he's dead on. This can save you. You're protecting an investment. Now you got a 20. Well, you know. And another thing, you can have one of the best running cars in the world. And and just the appearance of it is going to deter people away from it. Exactly. I mean, you got a two or three-year-old truck that's now not even worth, you know, the metal it's made of. Well, you know, and now, you know, so now we moved on. We got this car clean. You know, everything's clean. You got a clean, dry car. Well, depending on the condition of the paint, you know, what kind of paint, base clear, or if it's a single-stage paint, you know what, let's put on a coat of wax on it. And like I said, we're going to be talking to a professional about paint coatings and detailing and paint restoration here in the next little bit. But just let's just say we want to put a coat of wax on there. And there's several ways you can do that. Pick you a good carnival wax out. The shelves are full of them. There again, don't buy the 99-cent wax. <laughs> uh, you know, get you a good wax. You know what? Wax on, wax off. It's simple, straightforward. So you Mr. Miyagi it. Yes, you Mr. Miyagi it. It's simple, it's straightforward, and it looks great, you know, and you're protecting your paint. And you're actually going to get a little shine back out of it. And like I said, if you feel real sporty and you really want to do it, you can actually buy you one of the small polishers, cuts the time in half. So that's a real big thing. Your interior, you know, of course, you want to make sure everything's clean inside. You know, we're moving to the inside. Make sure everything's clean. No dust, no nothing like that. Don't just start spraying tire gloss over dust. <laughs> I've seen people do dash. that. I've seen people do that. You know what I mean? Vacuum. You got glossy dust at that point. Exactly. You know, wipe everything down. Vacuum the inside of it. You know, armor all your seats if you're one of those kind of guys. You know, all that kind of stuff. And clean your windows. And there's an art to cleaning windows, too. You know, use your microfiber towel. Even the old newspaper trick, the black and white newspaper, it does work. Um, you know, get your windows clean. These are things that are so nice. I mean, it's just a little stuff, but it makes the biggest difference. I mean, you know, you can actually see out of your windows. And I'm going to give you the best window uh, product I've found to clean glass, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, is it comes, I think you can get it at Vance. It's, it's in a black can with yellow writing. It's got a yellow cap. It's called Invisible Glass. Yeah, made of stoner. Exactly. That's some of the best stuff I've found for cleaning it's glass. It's a good one. Surf City's got a really good glass cleaner, too, called Invisible Glass. Yep. And, uh, and it works great. You know, and I mean, another thing, too, watch out, guys, with your tin windows, never use a glass cleaner with ammonia in it. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, you know, that's a really big thing there. I mean, and just little things like that. And, of course, I'll tell you another little tech tip. You know, we're talking about washing your fender wells out and all that stuff. You know, put your little tire gloss on your tires. It makes the tires shine, have a really good look to them. Spray your inner fender wells while you're doing Nothing will never stick to them again. And for God's sakes, people, I've seen this a million times, and this drives me up the wall. Do not, I repeat, do not use the same brush, the same rag, the same towel on your tires that you're about to use on the body of your car. The only time I'll ever do that is if I've used it on the body of the car, then I put it on the tires. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to a restaurant and you're watching a lady bust a table, and she wipes the seats out first, then wipes the table down. Exactly. Yeah, you're just working backwards. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I these, mean, these are great and, tips. And, I mean, these are all, and I mean it's, it's common sense. Like I said, you know, guys, there's lots of tutorials online on all this stuff. Of course, YouTube, you know, Chemical Guys website, Surf City's website, AutoGeek.com has tons of videos explaining all this kind of stuff. And you know what? Get out there and do it. I mean, like I said, I mean, you, you can do everything a detail shop can. And these tools are out there. They have all kinds of great products you can use. And, you know, 
I mean, it's so funny. I mean, everybody's got their brand of wax they like. You know, you got your McGuire guys all smiling over there. And then you got your mother's guys. And then you got your guys over here at Surf City. And then you got your guys are turtle wax guys. I mean, everybody's got their thing they like. And, you know, it's their brand. But, I mean, they all pretty much work neck and neck on most of it. But, I mean, but the trick is just putting something on there, getting that layer of protection on there. For you, many layers. Many, many layers. Uh, we were joking around. You keep yawning on me. <laughs> Can't help it, man. I'm, I'm do, it, do I need to give you another wake up? No, I'm good. I'm good. But, you know, I mean, and this is the thing, though. I mean, it's like, it like the Malibu. That car was painted in 99. The truck was painted in 2000. 17, 18-year-old paint. And, you know, both of those cars are, I mean, I could take it to a car show today. And, I mean, they, 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 they hold up. And it's because they have that wax protection on them. And, you know, and they joke around with me all the time about it. And I do. I love to wax cars. I love to wax cars like a fish swims. I love it. But, you know, it shows. The yeah. more wax you got on it, the deeper the paint looks. Exactly. Exactly. And under the hood, guys, take care of that. Clean that. Well, and that's another thing, too. But when your engine compartment's clean, it's easier to spot leaks, see problems, and all that kind of stuff. You know, you know. As long as you're not hosing down the ignition system itself, you know, a lot of your coal pack cars, you really don't have to worry about that so much. But if you've got a car with the old school distributor, whether it be in the front or the back, or, you know, like an LT1 that's on the front of the motor at the bottom, you got to be real careful about hosing that down. But as long as you don't really kill that with, you know, with the water, I mean, you know, give it, I mean, just give it a good wash down, get you a good automotive degreaser or engine cleaner. Hose it all down, wash it all off. Like I said, a clean engine is a good running engine. And another thing, I, I'll do this with my cars, and I haven't done it with the Oldsmobile yet, but I'm going to get to it. It's something I like to do, especially around the taillights. I like pulling the taillights out and cleaning behind that. Oh, yeah. That's a neglected all area. All the dust and dirt that, get back to, that gets trapped back there and exactly. all that stuff. Exactly. All your hard-to-reach areas that you don't think about, get back in there, guys. Clean that out. That well, makes, you know. I mean, and there's so many things you can do. And, I mean, i tell you another what drives me nuts is AC vents with yes, dust sir. standing in them. You know? Yes, sir. You know, old toothbrushes and Q-tips. You know, we joke, but I'm telling you, that, that makes a big difference. I'm going to tell you something. If you've got allergy problems, it will make a world of difference riding in your car. You know, and this sounds dumb, but on old older cars with chrome bumpers, pull the bumpers off. You would be surprised how much just grime, especially in your rear bumper, just gets caught and collected up in there. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of times you can actually wash it away and pull the bumper out. Exactly. But, I mean, there's all kinds of tips and things you can do. And like I said, you know, it's it's taking pride in your ride. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, you know what I mean? It's like a job well done. You know, like when you go cut your grass, you look back and think, man, I just gave myself heat stroke doing this. Exactly. But it looks good. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like looking back at your car and be like, yeah, I did that. Exactly. And we have a guy coming up next. He's going to be on telling us all about how to take care of it. Kyle Simpson, he's from right here in the upstate. He's a detailing professional. He's going to be telling you even more how to take care of your ride. That's right, guys. I tell you what, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod! What's going on, dude? I told you I had a special guest today. And you know you what? Did. I haven't told you a lie yet. Well, that one time I told you you were looking thinner. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't told you a lie yet. And this guy right here is Mr. Car Detail. Because I want to tell you something. I ain't no stranger to a microfiber towel and uh, a little bit of product. I, I believe that. I think that's all you use. But I want to tell you, this guy right here has got me beat. All right. Well, who is this guy? Bring him on. All right. Kyle. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Kyle? Tell tell, 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 tell the upstate who we're talking to. You were talking to the owner-operator of a under-the-table, extremely secret detailing business known as After Hours Detailing. That's right, guys. I'm telling you something. You don't find this guy in the phone book. <laughs> I got his. No, number. sir, you do not. I got his number out of a men's room stall. <laughs> 
I'm going to tell you something about Kyle Simpson. This guy right here is Mr. Detail. He can make a black car do things that are just unimaginable. Are you, are you speaking from experience? I am speaking from experience. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I love rubbing on automobile. And my truck, the dime piece, He that truck, I didn't think it shine as much as Kyle got it to. I've seen it. It looks pretty good. Kyle's oh, done a good job like with it. like you go swimming in that thing. Yeah. So, Kyle, tell us a little bit about what you've done to that truck. Well, we um, that truck, man. That's I'm, I'm sure a lot of people around have seen it. Um, just single stage paint, man, and you can do a lot with that stuff. It's uh, so we we brought it in over here to my 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 secret undisclosed location. We brought it to the back cave. Back cave, that's right. And I think Rob, you left it with me what about a week or so. That's typically yeah. That's typically what this kind of process takes because I just I kind of do it on the side and take my time and make sure I do a good job, but. Uh, pretty much, man. We we stripped everything off. All this all this wax. Y'all see Rob bragging about swiping on there, and I, it took me about five days just to get all that crap off. But once we got all that off, all that Surf City shine. Is that right, Surf City? That that would be Surf City. Well, that's decent stuff. It didn't want to come off, but once it did, um, I think I logged probably just with the polisher, probably I'd say twelve hours on the on the paint on that truck. And if you've seen it before. It was a really good-looking truck, but we kind of took it to the next level. So well, pretty much what I'll do and, and, and what I do with everything is I'll, I'll strip it clean. I'll uh, I'll break out the polisher and pretty much whatever the uh, the customer or uh, or the barter, excuse me. I don't have customers. I just barter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever kind of goal they're looking for, which I'm always hoping is kind of close to perfection, Um We'll go at it pretty aggressive in the beginning stages just to get all the defects out of the paint, and uh, it's pretty much a refinement process from there. Well, now, so. you don't do just classic cars. Now, you do high-end cars. I mean, I mean, you, I mean I've mean, i seen you actually brought back a third-gen Camaro with original paint on it. Yeah, I'll do pretty much anything. I, uh, my bread and butter and my kind of clientele or group of barterers, as you will, is mostly your, your your gearhead folks, the people that drive their cars, and it's more than a, a point A to point B vehicle. Um, and it's just really just your average day, everyday car guys that might have, you know, a, a newer Corvette or a 69 Camaro or or stuff like that. I well, try to keep my had, prices in the... Well, you've had a couple Ferraris in there. You've had some exotics, too, now. Don't be getting modest on us. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do exotics and all that. I just kind of keep it real and... Uh, keep my prices where they're or my uh, my, my selection of, of, of bartering items if you will keep them in the reach for your average everyday kind of car guy so but i mean and then the thing is i'm hard-headed as they come i really am and when somebody says they can clean up a car better than me i'm like whatever you can't do it but kyle proved me wrong i'm a believer and that's something saying something that black paint on that truck looks phenomenal that truck looks like it was painted last week still how old is the truck or the paint on that truck? That truck was painted in two thousand. So you got to think that paint's seventeen years old on that truck. Now, granted, That's it's, lived math a, there. It's, li- it's lived a sheltered life, but you know what I'm saying. It's still seventeen year old paint. Well, with that, I find that uh, that the cars that are garaged and and the owners brag about, yeah, I wipe it down once a week. I've never, it's never seen water, this and that. I'd say nine times out of ten, those are the cars that that can benefit from the type of stuff I do the most. Because 
Um, well, they, really, they do more damage than they do good. Right. The, the only way you can do any kind of damage and put swirl marks and, and anything other than you know, like acid rain and bird bombs and all that is touching the paint. And let's be honest, um, most of the gearheads touch their paint more than they touch their women. So, uh, yeah. It's so funny. I've heard that one before from both of, <laughs> from both of my ex-wives. Well, I, I won't argue. They, 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 they probably told wrong. the truth. They probably did. Well, I'll tell you, if you see my ex-wives, you'd be touching the car more, too. <laughs> She's listening tonight, right? I ain't worried about her. Wouldn't either. But, yeah, so I, uh, so that's pretty much the gist of what we do. So walk us through the process a little bit more. I mean, once you strip down all the old gunk and all that and all the old wax they put on, what do you do from there after buffing and polishing? Well, the the whole process is kind of dependent on on uh well ultimately dependent on two things does the owner of the vehicle want to put a ceramic coating on it if the answer is yes i'll I'll do a process and a decontamination one way or if the answer is no then i'll do do it another way but most everybody now when when they're you know sending their car over here and i'm spending 14 to 20 hours of labor on it they're going to go the extra mile and put the the best protection you can put on it so with that process, what I'll do is I'll, I'll obviously wash it and, and strip all the wax off. But, but from there, um, I'll use a product. And there's, there's a bunch of products that do what this does. But I use a product called Iron X. And what it does is it, it breaks down all of your, uh, just your mineral deposits and iron deposits that are stuck to the car. And uh, kind of turns it purple. I don't know if you've seen any pictures or videos of, of detailing guys, but they'll They'll soak a car down in a, in a certain product, and it'll turn the whole thing purple. What that's doing is that's completely decontaminating the car, ready for, you know, the, the polishing and compounding and all that that goes into place. But uh, Once the car's deconned, we'll, uh, if it's pretty bad paint, I'll, I'll get out the heavy stuff. I'll get out, like, wool pads and compound, and I'll really go to town, given the paint's got the the right amount of clear coat on it you know what i'm doing is removing clear so you don't want to remove too much and in the attempt of, of making it perfect because it's just not going to last but pretty much from there that's we're it. just I mean, getting... and that's the difference than a guy that's in his garage because you have paint gauges i mean you know when you're starting to hit thin paint or thin clear to stop yeah and that's one thing when you when you take your your car to little corner detail shops which i don't i don't knock what they do because they're obviously making money, and that's that's why they're in business. But there's a difference in going to a place that's going to charge you, you know, if you ever get a quote for two hundred, two hundred bucks to to buff out your car, you know, in quotes, just run from it. Because what they're going to do is they're going to take some pretty aggressive machines like a rotary polisher, put a wool pad on it, put some really heavy cutting compound on it, and go to town. And they're taking off a ton of clear coat and pretty. Uh, unsafe ways and they're they're hiding the mess that they create with products that have a lot of filler in it when you pick it up it looks good Kyle, I, from the, I, have, I have a tear running down my face right now just the way you described that <laughs> I, mean, I mean it just sounded gruesome i mean just like i mean i just want to go home and hug my truck right up and down white horse road and some of these uh Worst series of Greenville, and you'll you'll cringe seeing some of these guys run buffers, and and even a lot of a dealership uh, detail techs, they'll do that just to get a car looking good to sell it. So once the customer has the car, it's too late. So so you're warning you're warning us about the corner detail shop, 
Now, Odd Rod's got a thing. How about that corner gas station car wash? <laughs> Is that okay? Different strokes for different folks, man. See, I'm a fan of the dirt and well, squirt. I would rather somebody slap my mother in the face than drive my car through the car wash. You know, I, I saw some ads on Facebook from a uh, from a local car wash that just opened up. We'll just say local car wash. It had a picture of a, I don't even know if I want to say what car it is, because it'll probably give it away if people seen it. It was a, it was a BMW. Um, what's, that, what's the big bad BMW up? Is it the i8 with yeah, the yeah, gold yeah. wing door? Yeah. Picture of it sitting in front of a newer detail shop in town. It's, and it's a car wash. They advertise detailing. And in the background, you can see the big swirl-o-matic brush tunnel car wash. I'm just cringing. I'm getting thinking this. I don't know what those cars run, but... There's no telling the amount of damage you do to, to a car like that, well, just sending it through once. I'll tell you, they're on the north end of $100,000. And then this is the thing with it, and people don't understand, that thing beats your car to death. Oh, yeah. And then you got to think about the car that ran through before it, which is even scarier. You know, that, that F-250 that somebody's had on the job site for four months, we're going to go ahead and wash her out for the week. And then you're going to drive your I-8 BMW in behind that. Yeah, they're not cleaning those brushes out. And even if they were, you don't want those things to touch your car. Well, I mean, that's I mean, because I mean, you got to think about. It. I mean, you feel it shaking the car. And, I mean, knocking the mirrors in. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, I, I mean, I can imagine it's like something like being in an earthquake and being in your car at the same time. While that's about that. the same thing. Yeah. I tell you what. And, Kyle, and hold that thought one second. We got to pay some bills. All right. All right, guys, stick around. We're gonna keep talking to Kyle Simpson after hours detail right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod. What's going on, dude? I think we were talking about one of your favorite places to be. And that's the car wash. I love being at the car wash. I'm gonna tell you something, man. You kill me with that stuff. Like I love you like a brother. I really do. Well, maybe like a cousin, but you know what I'm saying. But you driving through a car. I mean. An automated gas station dirt and squirt. Well, I tried to find the one without the little flapper things, you know. Oh, so just we, a, you're a connoisseur of only the finer uh, yeah, car washers. Yeah, it's all like the finer drive-through car washers. Kyle, talk some sense into this guy. That's that's like a million cats hand washing your car. <laughs> I mean, it's that's basically the same thing. All right, guys, we're talking with Kyle Simpson from After Hours Detailing, and we're over here. We're having an intervention right now. We're trying to talk Odd Rod out of using. Dirt and squirt. If you have to use change to wash your car, that's bad. Well, I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it because it's just my daily driver. I'm just trying to get through and get going. You drove the oddmobile through one of those. I did. But, you know, the paint's a little busted on it anyhow. See, you're starting well, out wrong. Why? I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, you could be practicing up for when the paint's good. <laughs> That's that's the only leg you got to stand on is if you admit the paint's busted. I can't say it is or isn't. But even but a, even if it is, I mean, just it kills me. That car is forty years old, right? And you're driving it through. It's one. I of, mean, it's beating it to death. It's one of twenty four hundred made too. But and you, that's I mean, you're point. driving it. Oh my! God, it just kills me. There may as well be. Twenty three hundred ninety nine now, right? I'm telling you, I mean, one of them may as well just be deleted from the registry since you you're taking it through that junk. You wait till I write the letter <laughs> to the Oldsmobile Club of America. Well, both of them are going to read it. They, yeah, they're going to drop all, you. He's getting dropped from the registry. I can see it now. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to blackball you on that guy. All right, so Kyle, give us a little backstory on you, man. How did you get started in this business? Oh uh, well, I mean. 
I'm just like pretty much everybody listening. I'm just a car guy. I like anything uh, loud with power and and uh, just just muscle. So um, well, we're talking about cars here. We're talking about cars. That's right. So we're speaking yeah. about, the, about the muscle thing, though. Now, this is a cool thing. Now, you and your bride both have split bumper Camaros. Yeah, you know, I, um, she worked her tail off in school, and, uh, and and finally she's in a pharmacy position. She's never she's never taken the time to even really treat herself. She's still driving a '97 Forerunner that she she got when she was 16 as her first car. Man, so uh, I had a little Craigslist find a couple months ago and went down to Tukoa and picked up a split bumper Camaro. It's got an LS swap in it and. Well, I'm, um, I'm gonna tell you something. I saw that Camaro. That's the best thing I ever seen come out of Tacoa. You might be right. <laughs> this guy had some other cool stuff too. Uh, so it might be the next best thing. But um, when I and I've never even I've always been like a like a late model guy with the Camaros. And lately I've I got into like a little vet thing. Um, but after buying her car, that was the first classic that I had bought, um, and I got kind of jealous of what I gave her. So. I sold my, uh, I had a, a street Corvette. I sold it and uh, picked up a car it. that's. I want to, I want to, okay, first of all, for our listeners. Yeah. I want to use, he uses the term street car I've very had, loosely. I've, I've put my hands <laughs> on this Corvette. There is not too much left street about this Corvette. Yeah. I've had my hands on it. Yeah, this thing. Now, is... you saw me and Brian take it up the road, right? And yeah. it had, it had a tag and, and we even cut the AC on, I think. Have you ever watched Street Outlaws? Yeah, they call those street cars too. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> this wouldn't hang with any of them. It, it, it's not fast enough to call a race car. Yeah, but, that, uh, that's it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we, may, have y'all had that segment yet? Street car versus race car? No, but it's coming. And we're probably going to have right, you back uh, on the air I'll, because you're going to argue that statement. It's something pretty much the way it goes. If a car is faster than yours, it's a race car. Well, see, this is the thing. You talk about that, and I said, well, it's more of a streetcar. I haven't seen a lot of streetcars with parachutes on the back of them. If you need it, you need it, right? <laughs> you know what? I, I want to tell you something. I drive the booth thing all over the place. I haven't had to use a parachute yet. <laughs> but, uh, no, anyway, getting back to this uh, split bumper stuff, so I, I liked her so much. And this has always been my favorite. Other than a 70 Chevelle, I think. This body style Camaro is is probably my favorite muscle car just because it's got the good lines on it, and I think it's a timeless look. Um, and I think this car, uh, the seventy to seventy threes, I think they're. Somebody's gonna crucify me for saying this, but I think they're gonna exceed the values of the first generation Camaro. Well, the second gens are coming on strong. Well, and the reason for that being is the first gens have gone out of sight. I mean, in price. Yeah. I mean, they're they're almost unobtainable. Really, to to a normal person, especially yep. if you're going after anything remotely numbers matching or true SS or Z28, you I mean those those cars are crazy. A matter of fact, uh, I was talking with our buddy Dennis Pitsenbarger yesterday about a C. He found a '69 Z28 302 Camaro, nice car. That's and it's, it's checking all the right boxes. Yellow butternut yellow, black stripes, black vinyl top, black vinyl interior, four speed 302. Nice car, not perfect, but nice. All original, had a set of headers on it. Other than that's original car, seventy thousand dollars for a ten. That's footer. unbelievable. And somebody will get it for that car, yeah, because of what it is. 
But that's the thing. And I think that's why the second gens got so popular. But now they're getting way high in the price because those cars got cut up and made into round track cars. Those cars got, yep. I mean, made drag cars. And, I mean, there just wasn't a lot of them to begin with. And now you're starting it, to see them pulling the 74s and 75s out. Yeah. And a lot of them are, are getting the the uh well these cars here they're both 73s they're they're converted into split bumper cars which i think that's the only way oh, not the only way but it's the best they're, way they're these cars split bumpers. yeah um but yeah so other other than a 70 chevelle this has always been my favorite uh body style of car and especially when it's got a ls motor and it, it makes it even better because i can actually that's again to work on them and, the, and, the, and, the, and then you watch the car wash wonders chime back in see rob ls is the way to go oh are you gonna do your little secret handshake or something next tell him buddy tim ls power that's right hey, rob, rob's next hot rod will not have a carburetor on it i'm gonna take no 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 rob's next hot rod will have a carburetor because you know <laughs> because i build timeless cars that's why how about a carb swap ls1 can we make a compromise no no, no. Kyle, we got to work on him. We got we got to make him see the light. No, I mean I want to tell you something. There's a lot of advantages to him, and they're great. They really are. But I'm just not sipping the Kool Aid. I'm telling you, this is the best Kool Aid you'll ever sip. Yeah. So did the ones well, those guys Once, got once we get this one done, uh, this one's got an LSA motor in it. It's, I'm what I'm going for with this car is about 700 horse. Keep it kind of. Streetable. Well, it is kind of that's kind of tame for a blown LS1 by today's standards, but but have something I can drive to the beach, I can drive to the mountains, I can I can take on cruises, a real street car, if you will. I'll admit the the vet was not a real street car; it was oh, just so, a so street you're car. saying the Camaro don't have a parachute what? on it? No, no parachute on this one. How will you ever stop it? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Maybe I'm looking at some big brakes and we'll try to throw on it tonight. That might help. I'm telling you. So we put we're putting some big disc brakes on that thing, some Corvette disc brakes on there, and that's yeah, a little C six. You know that that's a good choice. I have a set of those I think on my you wagon. Would, I th- other than the whole car wash thing, I think you and Oddrod was separated at birth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, Oddrod's the only man I've ever seen in my life that puts ten thousand dollar brakes on a five hundred dollar car, but they don't run. But you know what I'm saying? But it stops on a dime. <laughs> I mean, every time, but. And I'm driving around. I'm driving around in a '65 Malibu with drum brakes all the way around still. But I mean, your newfangled disc brakes. It's clean you, though. It's clean though. <laughs> I don't drive it through the dirt and squirt. <laughs> but yeah, the LS stuff is great, and I mean, I, I love giving Odd Rod a hard time about it. I li- no matter what he's got, I'm going to give him. A, he can have a '32 Ford right now, and I would give him a hard time about it. It'd give me a hard time fitting in it. I'm telling you, I had a hard time fitting in one. <laughs> Man, those, those are cool cars. I um, what? I did I did some work on one of those not too long ago. I think uh, I think it's guy that comes on the hot rod and happy hours. Oh, Dave. Yep, Dave. Oh, Dave. Yep. I tell you what, Dave's a cool guy. Kyle, man, we're all out of time this week. Man, thank you for calling in and shedding some of this professional detail and knowledge on us. And maybe if we keep working on Odd Rod, we can keep out of the car wash. <laughs> I tell you what, I'd rather find them in a meth house than a car wash like that. It just drives me crazy. <laughs> we can send them somewhere for that. All right, guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.